0: Hello and welcome to A Very Full Plate, the podcast where we're all about real food talk with real parents. Your hosts for today are Amy, a natural foods chef and mom of two, and Emily, a professional home organizer and mom of three. Take it away, ladies. Hi, friends. Thanks for joining us. I'm your co host, Amy. I turn parents into kitchen ninjas to help them feed their families healthy food more often. I'm all about balance, real life, and having fun in the kitchen. You can find me at cookingwithafullplate.com and my Facebook page of the same name. Hey guys, this is Emily. I'm a professional organizer who helps my clients simplify their lives so that they can experience harmony in their homes again. You can follow me on Facebook or Instagram or visit hallharmonyhomes.com. Come along with us while we celebrate our small victories and laugh at our challenges. And thank you so much for listening. Hey guys, it's me, Amy, and I am excited because I have a really cool interview for you today about getting started with fitness with my friend, my business friend, Luke Backhouse, who's gonna talk to us about um, easy ways that you can identify the type of exercise that'll work for you and how to incorporate it into your life, and he's going to share that based on his own experience. But before we get to that interview, I just wanna give you a quick overview of what's coming up this month. So this is our fitness month, which is something a little bit new to us in that it doesn't have to do with food. But what's cool about fitness month is that it does fit into this healthy lifestyle picture that we talk about here on A Very Full Plate. Uh, We have some cool interviews. So in addition to our interview with Luke today, next week, I'm going to be talking to Britia Kubeska, I think I've said her name right, of Fringe and Fitness. And she is going to be giving us kind of a busy parent's guide to creating healthy habits, which will include a lot about fitness, but a lot about mindset around exercise and healthy living as well. So it's going to be really cool. Um, the following week, we have an, uh, an interview with Emily and Rachel Brenke. She is a mama five, a USA triathlete, a entrepreneurial lawyer. And she is going to give us a little bit of a look into what healthy living looks like for her with all of those things on her plate and how fitness plays a role in her lifestyle. So I'm really excited for the tidbits that come out of that one. And then our final interview for the one, for the month is with Marta Spurk, And she is a mom of triplets who are think not even two yet. And she is going to be talking to us about fitting fitness in. So if you're listening to the topic for this month and thinking like fitness is not for me, I don't have the time. We're going to spend some time warming you up, telling you why it's an important part of your life and how you can get started with it. And then we're going to end the month by helping you take steps to actually fit fitness into your lifestyle, no matter how busy you might be. I think it's going to be a really good one. I'm so glad that you guys are here. And let's kick it off by talking to Luke Backhouse. All right, everybody, this is Amy, and I'm super excited to have Luke Backhouse on the podcast today for our Getting Fit Month. That's what we're going to be focusing on is getting fit. So I know we've been talking a lot about food up until this point, but, you know, fitness is a pretty clear other flip side of getting and staying healthy. And as you're about to find out, Luke is neither a dad nor a mom, (laughs) a very nice gentleman who I met through a business coaching group that I'm in. We connected because he is doing some really interesting work in the fitness space. But he also had a really cool story about his own journey from going from, I'd say, like not very focused on living a healthy and fit life to making a really big transformation. And so I asked Luke to come on the podcast today so that we could dig a little bit into what he learned in the process of going through that journey that we, you and I, busy parents who are listening, could take away and use to take the most effective steps to starting to fit fitness into our life and maybe even more importantly being motivated to try and fit fitness into our life so yeah. luke thank you so much for being here today
1: no cool thanks for having me um hopefully i'm not breaking the mold too much
0: <laughs> <laughs> we we like to break the mold around here we oh, won't hold any That's... of that against you <laughs> yeah <laughs> So as I mentioned in your intro, part of what fascinated me about you is you have this really cool transformational journey that I think people will identify with because who doesn't love a good transformation story? So can you tell us a little bit about what your journey has looked like up until this point of becoming someone who is like building a business around fitness, which is a big deal?
1: yeah 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 it's it sounds the first thing I'll say before is is it sounds longer than it is because now it defines me fitness I'm like you know I'm a fit person I'm a healthy person but I wasn't literally a couple of years ago and I've been fit and healthy for a couple of years as well so it really is quite a quick journey that um that I'm going to make sound very long um but basically I gone.
0: I I I think it's good that it's a quick journey right like any of us yeah yeah. because it actually is almost like a switch, right? Like you turn it yeah. on and you start doing it and then you just keep doing it and then yeah. here you are. So I love that. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it doesn't have to be long and winding and arduous. It's just changing things. So tell us about what that looks like for you.
1: Yeah, so I was... um Overweight, um, didn't really, didn't really naturally carry a lot of muscle. So I wasn't, I was sort of a high performing athlete or anything like that. I played a few sports at school, but nothing, nothing major. Um, and that sort of fizzled out as I got older. So I was just getting bigger, less healthy. I was drinking. I wasn't really a healthy guy. I didn't really sort of take any sort of notice of what I ate. Um, and I sort of, as I got older, that was noticeable in my family as well. So I actually lost a grandparent quite early on. Um, She was not 60 when she died, Um, and that was a massive turning point in my life, not just for my fitness, but for all sorts of aspects of my life, and I just had a a snap in my mind that just sort of, bang, now I need to work on this, and so then I kind of set on this journey and spent a couple of years learning and achieving nothing, quite literally. Um, I'd go to the gym and do not much in the gym. I would eat. In a weird way that you sort of think's the right thing to do, you know you see people eating lots of salads and stuff like that, and it just it just isn't quite right and um, and, <laughs> and then started working things out to where to where it started happening really, really quickly. Um, and I would say the biggest point that I would say straight away is is it's putting things together, it's putting in both the workout side of things and the nutrition side of things in together in a yeah. good sense that's sustainable for, you know, a decent chunk of time so that you can carry on being fit afterwards, but so yeah. that it causes a decent impact.
0: Yeah. That so that's, that's a super important point that I want to dig into a little bit with you because, first of all, I have a question before I forget it, which I'm yeah. doing. You said you were doing things that didn't work for you, and then yeah. you finally found what worked. What did that process look like? Because I think we've all been there where – in some part of our life, we're doing something that isn't working. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And it's not always easy to say, all right, I tried that it didn't work. That doesn't mean I can't lose weight or I'm not a person who can be fit. It means I'm not doing the freaking right thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> what did it look like for you to make that change from like, I'm trying, but it's not working to I'm trying. And now it's like really working.
1: Yeah, so I think there's a few quite key sort of common denominators was I would do a little bit of research and that's always been my way was always Google something or read about something and I maybe would read the first few lines of an article or I would do something silly like um, take part of somebody's advice but not do the bits that didn't suit me and those things <laughs> don't work. It's nothing against the guy <laughs> who's telling you, it's you um, and, uh, and yeah, that, that just goes wrong every time without fail basically. <laughs> um, and the other thing I would say sorry to You're everybody You're
0: everywhere like I just it's <laughs> so relatable because how many of us have been like I see this article that x and now I'm like convinced that x and I I'll tell a yeah. funny story later about this woman who did exactly that in one of my coaching programs but it's like yeah you gotta like actually listen to what people are saying and decide if that's the right approach for you and then try the whole approach. You don't get to be like read an article that brown rice is bad and then stop yeah. eating brown rice and then expect to lose hundred pounds, right? It just yeah. It doesn't work that way.
1: Yeah, and, and I think that my favorite one of this nowadays is the ketogenic one. So let's go mm-hmm. keto. And nobody mm-hmm. nobody says in the keto diet, and I've been I've done keto a ketogenic diet myself, and nobody says in that the first thing that happens is you basically get a flu. And the last thing you want to eat in those sort of fluey, horrible conditions that you're in, that nobody's ever told you is going to happen, is, oh, yeah, now you need a load more fat on top. You know, it needs to be healthy yeah. fat. And, you, and fat, like healthy fats and avocados and all that type of stuff is actually quite expensive. So all of a sudden, not only do you not really understand what's going on because you haven't been told it, but you're also just not really getting anywhere because you know these things are costing you more than you think they should. So hey, yeah, that, that's yeah. that's what that's another example of something that I would say doesn't work. Peter- yeah, <laughs> Peter- diets didn't do anything for.
0: Yeah, and you know they work for some people, but I strongly yeah, believe that like all of us are different. Yeah, right? yeah, and, yeah, and that's actually why I wanted to dig into this like I was doing something that didn't work and then I found something that did because I think mm-hmm. that there is something that does work for everyone and often it's the less restrictive thing so yeah, I've totally. totally been this person who's like I need to lose 10 pounds like I'm going to do it before this event and so yeah. I'm going to go paleo
1: well yeah, turns yeah. out like
0: my body really loves like rice and beans and like all kinds of wholesome things Mm -hmm. and I'm, I feel very lucky for that, but fighting that never serves me. And so I'll be like, I guess I just can't lose 10 pounds. And the answer is like, maybe I can't, maybe it takes the type of work I don't want to do, but also maybe that's just not the right way to do it. Right. Like maybe the right way to do it is to eat a little bit less sugar and increase my exercise a little bit. And you don't find out until you're willing to tweak those things. So I love that as like, a takeaway for folks is just because you haven't found the fitness regimen or even the eating regimen that makes you feel like you could do it forever doesn't mean that it's not out there or you're not a fit person. It means try something else.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and I think the key thing you said there was was like the feedback side of things, like the, the feedback loop of it, the idea of trying something and maybe two or three weeks later saying, okay, is this sustainable? Do I even like this? Um, And if I don't like it, then maybe I shouldn't do it. But if I do like it, is it achieving anything? And just kind of keep checking. I did a lot of that as well. I would try something two or three weeks later. I would try something else. And I didn't really give myself that moment of going, okay, well, did I actually like that? Because now I'm just going on to something else. Do you know what I mean? I think that's an important part of it.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that's our tip number one is to like, don't be afraid (laughs) to try different things. I'm going to, I'm going to make that our tip number one, because, it's so funny. This is like a key theme of the business program that we're in too, is like yeah. just start trying things. Yeah. And isn't it interesting that as adults and folks who are the parents listening are going to identify with this because like we watch our kids and we ask them to keep trying and to be resilient and to have grit and to do all these things. And then as adults, we somehow like become these robots who think that like if we can't do something perfectly, then we can't do it at all. Yeah. And that just doesn't apply in the fitness space. And what kind of workouts do you do?
1: So the, the thing that I started to enjoy was just like kind of generic weightlifting, you know, so going to a gym and moving some, moving some weight around. So I used to run and all that type of stuff. Couldn't get on with it. Um, And when, and yeah, absolutely. And um, I, my, do you know what? I think my brain is just too active or it's or it's too stupid. I don't know. <laughs> the monkey brain in me, just like, no, you're running for no reason, mate. This isn't going to happen. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, yeah. So I find lifting, you know, lifting and, and pushing and, and uh, you know, push, pull, all that type of stuff is just brilliant for me. So all the yeah. compounds, like... Um, you know, caveman style movements almost. And you, actually, yeah. there's different around now that, that actually sort of that's their that's their niches. It's like caveman niches. Yeah, yeah. There's one. Do they
0: there. like roll heavy boulders or?
1: they like, well, it's like flipping the tires. But yeah, you like you're pulling okay. something up, up a hill, and you know you're like pushing something around, and like you know, it, it's it's basically just moving loads and loads of muscles all at once. Yeah. Day. But they they like masquerade it behind a caveman. You know. Kind of yeah. And that is the thing. So, yeah, I li- the idea for me is lifting heavy. Um, I, I heard somebody say this years ago, um, and I didn't plan to say it, but it's something like lift heavy weights for high reps. And the idea is you push yourself as hard as you can or as heavy as you can, safely, obviously, um, and that will give you kind of the, the push that you need. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like sitting down and going, yeah. oh, I'm just going to do this. You don't do that. You go and do as much as you can. Because as much as you can is pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. Um, and then that that means that when you get to that point of sort of, not failure, but like as hard as you're willing to push, the next time it might be a little bit easier. Yeah. So you can push a bit further. And that pushing continually further means you're just adding to what is becoming a great base of energy and, and muscle and strength and a fit body, basically. Um, yeah. So that that for me was like a real a light bulb moment that was just easy and obvious, you know, it wasn't about going out and doing some crazy diet with 10 K every morning. It was just about doing more progressively, you know, month after month. Yeah.
0: And I think that goes with what we were talking about, right. Is like starting somewhere. I'm like actively trying to hold back everything I want to say because you're saying it so well. And I just like, when people get me started on lifting heavy weights, I can't stop. So I will uh-huh. think they are Oh, you were lifting, lifting right? Yeah, yeah. And say, find what it is you love to do. So my husband is a long distance runner. He's built for it. He loves it. He could do it nonstop. He has no interest in lifting weights. And there's part of me that's like, come on, lift some weights. Like it'll be so fun. Yeah, but yeah. the reality is, is like he's found what works for him. Yeah. Right. Like and he he could and would do it every day. And that's actually what I would tell people the most is like if you haven't found the thing you love yet same thing like keep trying because there's something there's some way you love moving your body out there there has to be like we are we are built for moving right for me it happens to be lifting heavy weights and I love what you said about like you don't have to go lift super heavy weights to start you don't have to go do crossfit to start which I think is what people identify with find something see if you like it stick with it for a couple weeks yeah something else if that wasn't it I will say, I just have to put my standard plug in for like, if you are a woman and you don't lift any weights right now, I think you will be amazed by what it can do for your body. If you start lifting heavy weights and this goes for men too, but like women are often so afraid. They like want to get toned. Like, by the way, all toned is, is building muscle.
1: Seeing Um, muscle. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like having enough that people can see it. (laughs) And, um, And the beauty of lifting weights is that you are constantly burning more calories than you would otherwise be doing. So if you are someone who has always felt like you needed to eat like 1,200 calories to stay at the weight you wanted, first of all, I would challenge you to rethink what weight you want to be at. But secondly, I would encourage you to lift some weights because that has like done wonders for just giving me space in my diet to eat the things I love and not feel like, Listen, I'm not like an Instagram model, and I no. don't want to be. I'm a mom of two kids, but <laughs> I feel like I have space to like enjoy myself, yeah and eat healthy and like maintain the body shape that I want just because I have like this muscle that's just like it's, like I don't know, like use so an fire. Energy.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah yeah it's you use an energy by having more muscle, you use more energy and and I think like a really cool key point that you've made there is is we all want to eat more do you know what I mean like nobody wants to eat nothing like it's not that much fun we all yes. want to eat. and the, the easiest way to eat more is carry more muscle and that's not like particularly for a woman it's, it's a really tricky subject because they think oh we're going to be like muscle-bound meat beasts like walking around like looking like a man and you're just never in the nicest possible way going to achieve that we don't have the makeup for that
0: do you know how hard it, like I would like to be more muscular than it.
1: Yeah. I, I, I put <laughs> Me in like, too. Yeah.
0: I've been lifting for, God, like six solid years now. I mean, with like two pregnancies in between, but like it is really hard. And and I yeah. think that probably I'm too muscular for some people's taste for like what a woman could be. That's cool. I put hmm. in a lot of work. You are not accidentally going to get there. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah, accidentally yeah. show up here one day where I'm like, Now I have a lot of muscles, like your, your body type, the amount of work that you put in, like, don't worry about that. Think about like, I love the focus on like, you get to eat more. And honestly, like as parents, I can't think of anything more important than being like physically able and ready to take care of whatever you need to do, which sometimes looks like carrying two kids for like 12 hours through Disneyland, right? (laughs) Like in the most practical terms. And to me, that's where like fitness becomes really important.
1: Yeah, like yeah, a really yeah. important piece of the puzzle. I completely agree with everything you've just said. It's, it's lovely to hear a, a woman talk like that because too many women don't think it's possible. So it's brilliant. I, it, it, um, it puts a smile on my face. Oh, uh, good. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully we can influence some other folks. And I know that there are some people listening who are already on board with this, but yeah. I think... Alternatively like just open your mind to the way that fitness might fit into the way that you're thinking about healthy eating and how this like fits together in a full picture of being a healthy human who hmm. moves through the world feeling the way that you want to feel and giving the example to your kids you want to give and just like having you feel good too like yeah. at the end of the day you're not tired and fatigued and all of those things so yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: Okay, so that was a lot of points, but I think it was all point one, which is like, don't be afraid to try lots of different things, and also don't be afraid to start small, which was something that you shared with me that I think is really important. Like, don't Mm -hmm. think that just because you're listening to us and we like doing this thing, that that's what you have to do, and you have to start doing it full bore right Mm -hmm. now, and people often go wrong with that is like, I'm going to get healthy, I'll do everything all at once, and then it's like, there's cake, and you're tired, and...
1: That's a And then you
0: fall off and you feel like you failed. And that's just like not true.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So um let's hear your second tip <laughs> wherever this fits in, because we've we've talked about a lot of things. Um so I think your your second tip was a little bit more about like fine-tuning your diet and probably goes along with that same plan. But can you tell us about what it looked like? to go from being someone you said you didn't focus on healthy eating at all and you didn't frankly even know what it looked like. Yeah. How did you make that switch and what did it look like to now move to someone who's making their way in this fitness space?
1: Yeah, cool. So I, when I say I didn't care what I ate, what I meant was if I fancied eating something or if it was in front of me or was in a pretty picture, I pretty much ate it. Okay. Um, and I didn't if,
0: care what you ate.
1: You yeah, Oh, yeah. I milk. completely didn't care what I ate. And and if you'd see old photos of me, you'd see that. Um, and then as I sort of learned more and more about it, you sort of then start to build a picture of, okay, what should I eat? And there's so much information about this. I don't think that you need to sort of have, um, you know, any sort of degree or, or anything in this. There's so much free you know information you only have to go on on uh twitter or, or instagram and it's literally right there and it, it it's often right do you know what i mean unless you go on yeah. some random site, it's often right um but the, the the thing that i started doing was just tweaking really really small things um and and you do that like in one meal a day and then you in, in, enlarge mm-hmm. it into two meals a day and then you enlarge it into three meals a day and then sometimes you sort of work out how things change so um i i because of how fast my body started to adapt to what I was doing, I plateaued as everybody does um, as you go through the sort of the journey. And at that stage you have to rethink, okay, what what have I got to tweak? Have I got to go even more sort of lean in my eating and and, and and sort of make sure I don't drink any alcohol, make sure I have no bad you know processed food, all that type of stuff. But all it really was about was just continually rechecking that, that feedback loop again, rechecking, check it, make sure it works. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like you know when you get something wrong in a diet and, and in training because it doesn't feel right. So, like, if you eat something really bad, or, or the easiest one is alcohol. Drink one glass of wine, you don't feel bad. Drink three glasses of wine, you start to feel bad. I don't mean mm-hmm. guilt, I mean there you feel bad. Well, you, that's your body telling you you feel bad for a reason. And, yeah. and the same goes, you know, you eat one burger or whatever at a barbecue and it's one burger. Everybody's happy. You're probably a little bit full. You know, you moved on. And and I'm exactly the same. You know, two or three later, you feel bad. Your stomach's pushing out on you and you're, you're not feeling it. So that that whole thing was where I got to. I, I, I went really granular into it because I wanted to continue to accelerate how quickly I was getting into good shape. And it wasn't about yeah. losing weight. It was just about transforming into a good body shape. Um, yeah. I went really nitty gritty, but I didn't need to. And anybody that I've spoken to since, and people when I've tried to help them, they all kind of they don't necessarily want to go as nitty gritty as me, but they get equally good results. And if yeah. you just plan the meal with, um, you know, look, like, like I think one of the key things that I found, and I find this after my journey, but but women in particular don't eat hardly any protein, or well, straight away, everybody, I think everybody these days knows that there's, you know. There's macronutrients. And if you're going to cut one completely out, you've got some sort of problem You know, with keto, as we said before. And and if you live on carbohydrates and don't eat protein, then you've got to expect there to be a little problem. So you yeah. kind of look to balance that back out again. And like I said, you could, you could get into the nitty gritty of this, but you don't need to. It's just about eating a balanced diet and then saying three months down the line, as you're lifting more, as you're running more, as you're doing whatever, does this still suit what I'm eating and what I'm doing? And that continual like adaption, not only of the body as it adapts to keep up with what you want to do, but how your mind improves what you want to do. is kind of yeah. quite key in, in all this fitting together in quite a, like a simple but sounds complicated jigsaw. I think.
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny because we came in here being like three points for getting started with fitness. But I actually feel like we have one main point, which is like, don't be afraid to try things and then try something else. Yeah, yeah. The same is true with food, right? Like, and what I heard you saying is that there are kind of levels to like where you can take this. And I actually think that so many people start at the wrong level. Like if, if yeah. you're not watching on video, like I have my hand up here at the top, like they start at the top where they're like, I'm going to track every single thing. And I'm going to eat like this proportion of these things. And I'm going to keep a food diary because that's the advice that we've all always gotten. Yeah. And the beginning point is actually so much simpler than that. Right. Which yeah. is like, Eat whole for me for me I should say for me my like three guiding principles of my diet is whole real unprocessed like those are my goals all the time yeah. and then I would say like there's a second layer where I'm like okay if I'm really trying to like I came back from vacation and I'm really trying to like fine tune my eating so I can fit back in my genes. then <laughs> then that looks a little bit different like I know yeah. that if I eat most of my carbs in the morning and not at dinner that I can like drop a few pounds of like of extra weight I'm holding on to really easily. Right. So like, that's something I've learned over time. Hmm. This third tier where I like track every single thing I eat, it's never worked for me. It doesn't work for my personality. It makes me want yeah. to eat more. Like yeah. having to write it down and think about every meal. It's like, it's not healthy for my mental space, which I feel like is just as important as my physical space. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I think that they like, people again try that and they're like okay this is what i'm supposed to do that didn't work i must not be able to eat healthy
1: yeah and it's like actually the
0: opposite you just started in the wrong place and there are people who never get to that point and maybe that does suit their personality like i feel like that would suit my husband's personality he loves like yeah numbers and tracking and
1: you build layers (laughs) you you know you sort of start from a point of understanding And like so I knew I knew that I had to eat a fairly mixed, varied diet. I'm the same as you, no no not really much processed food or any processed food if I'm on a good week. And and the idea from there is you you sort of build that into layers. So is this going well? Is there any more I can do? Do I if and if you enjoy that process, you start looking at the next layer of detail. And if you don't enjoy that process, there's no nothing wrong with not looking at the next layer of detail. All you have to do is make sure that you kind of stay accountable to yourself and say, okay, you know, I know what I should and shouldn't eat. Like you said, my three things. Well, yes, you've spent a lot of time focusing on your diet and your health, but I think we all kind of deep down know that type of stuff. We all kind of know what's good, what's bad. And if we yeah. don't, there's only one way you're going to find out. I mean, if you really don't know what you can live on, then you need to get out and try some, th- some new things. Yeah. And if you only eat, you know, um, you know, highly processed foods or takeaways or whatever, and you know it doesn't work for you, then it's pretty stupid to continue eating it. You've got to try right. something else. So it's, it, it like, I, like I say, I don't want to make it sound like too simple and too obvious and, and, and too stupid, but it's like for me, I spent so long in the stupid end of this, overthinking mm-hmm. it, trying different things, failing miserably, that now I'm at the other end. If anybody should feel stupid, it should be me because I spent years trying to get it right and it isn't that hard to get right. You just have to be a little bit more kind of, passive in your approach and reflective like you said it it, what works for you
0: well the good news is i feel like most of the people listening to this podcast are kind of like on board mostly with like i need to generally eat healthy and i think having kids honestly is a big motivator for a lot of people because it really makes you rethink what's in front of you when you're putting the same things in front of them and yeah I, i think that's really a gift i think we still as humans make things way too complex and you really hit on something that resonates with me. And part of why I've started my business to focus on the things I have, which is like a lot of what busy parents struggle with is not the knowing, but the doing. Yeah. Like, how am I going to get a healthy dinner on my table that my family will eat? And the answer is sort of the same, is like try different things and see what works. And that's the journey that I help people go through is not that I give them, every single thing that their kids will love. Listen, everything I make isn't what my kids love. But we we work on the tools and the tactics to make it happen so that you can test those things and say like, oh, turns out they like quinoa lasagna bake, and I can feel good about them eating that. Turns out they don't like salmon, and I'm not going to spend my time making that again, right? Yeah. And so it's like exactly what you're saying, which is nobody has the answer for you because The answer is unique to you, the answer in your fitness formula, the answer in what kind of eating makes you feel good, but falling back on this, like, I don't have time, it doesn't work for me. I'm trying Mm. to think of what other excuses I've used in my life, because this is coming from a place of, like, I identify with these things, because I've also done all of them, right?
1: I just, I Um, just shut my ears. I just didn't want to know. Like, that yeah. was how I. That was where I started. I was like, I knew the answers. I knew what I, what worked for me, and I was just like this, you know, just fingers in ears, la 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 la, you know. And, yeah. it, was, and it was how it was, and and like, it, I. That's why I say like it is that simple because I think we all just have this more that we've created. I don't think yeah. the actual pollution is the problem. We're not well, hunting for the problem.
0: It's so much easier to be like that works for that person, but that won't work for me. Yeah. Right. To be like that person is special because yeah, that's something we create in our head, right? They don't also work full-time. They, you know, get to homeschool their kids. Like, you know, there's a million reasons that we as humans create, like that person being different than us and that's why they can do it and we can't. And I guess that's like the perfect place to end talking about this is to say like you also can do this. If fitness is your sticking point, like you can do it. Like you can go for a walk today. If food is your sticking point, you can like buy call, frozen cauliflower rice and put it with your taco meat, which is something that I do regularly with my family and just make like little tiny changes that send you in the right direction.
1: Yeah. The key, I think the key here, we, like the, you're, you're saying and, and the bit that kind of resonates massively with me and, you know, is applicable in all different parts of my life is the actual solution hunting for the solution isn't the problem it's that little wall that you put up in front of it you've got to just step over and you have just got to step over it and go you know what I'm going to try that I'm going to try that I'm going to try that one of them's going to work and then we'll move on and it it is it sounds painfully uh, sort of simple but it is that simple it's just getting rid of that little roadblock that you put in the way yeah yeah I
0: so much of that like I I feel like in my health and fitness life like i've overcome that but i resonate with that from like a business perspective where you like yep. get into this analysis paralysis where you're like okay what is the exact formula of things i should do yeah. to like have this huge business and it's like no one knows the exact formula and if they tell you they do they're lying so yeah. what you need to do is just get out there mm-hmm. and that's how this podcast started it's just like getting out there right and being like oh does this work yeah right. <laughs> Maybe I'll decide in two years it doesn't, right? I'm an adult yeah. living in the world who gets to decide things. and Absolutely. And so is everyone listening, right? Like you get yeah. to decide things. And um, I'm so appreciative for you coming on. And this wasn't exactly what we planned to talk about, but I think it's even better than what we planned to talk about. Yeah, yeah. No, I think
1: you, you hit on the key so early on that we, um, we made a pretty clear point there.
0: Well, thank you, Luke. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story and opening my mind to this idea of something we hadn't talked about, which is just try things. Like Hmm. forget the resistance, stop thinking about it. And if there's something in your life, I'll just keep it that broad. If there's something in your life that you're feeling called to do, get to doing it.
1: Yeah. You know, it's there. Just go and try it.
0: (laughs) I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you all for listening in today. And I hope that we have motivated you to take some action on places in your life that you might have been nervous or resistant to taking action before listening today. Thank you for listening.